Hello, hello. Welcome to the Two Coffee Teachers Podcast. My name is Alex. And I'm Josh. Alex and I are two young educators who want to contribute to our field. On this podcast, we talk about education and relevant content to apply in our classrooms. It's our hope that this podcast can encourage educators without needing that second cup of coffee. If you are new to the podcast, welcome aboard. If you're one of our regular subscribers, then thank you again for tuning in. Appreciate uh, your dedication to following along and being a part of our podcast community. Dedi- uh, uh, da, da, dedication. That's the word I meant. Dedication. dedication. For today's main topic, we're going to be talking about summer growth and how you can improve as an educator over the summer. But before we do that, uh, we have a preliminary segment and uh, Josh is going to facilitate a little bit of would you rather. And uh, what he means by would you rather is uh, who would you rather speak at your graduation commencement? Yeah, it's it's come, it's kind of still in that season of graduation commencements. The internet is full of people who are putting out there, you know, for you know, fantastic schools or otherwise, their graduation commencement speeches. Sometimes it's people like Will Ferrell or Vince Vaughn. Uh, for some people, it's you know fantastic CEOs or very intelligent people of noteworthy. Um, yeah, so I wanted to to kind of test your thoughts, Alex. So who would you rather be the commencement speaker? So think about who that person is, but also if you'd rather have them as a commencement speaker over the other person. All, right. All of these people are probably noteworthy. Um, who would you rather? Are you ready for this? Let's do this. Are you familiar with the rules? I am familiar with the rules. All right, cool. So, no rapid fire. Just take a couple seconds to think about it. Okay. Maybe tell us, tell the good people why you thought so. Okay. Who would you rather speak at your graduation commencement? Bill Gates or Steve Jobs? Yikes, that is great. Yeah. I love, I would go Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs? Yes, sir. Good reason or just gut? Uh, I like, I think Steve Jobs has a little bit more of a, he has a comeback story. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs, you know, we I think I think what what's really neat about him is that uh, as he as he was developing Apple, yeah, uh, road bumps, yeah, uh, definitely not a successful company to begin with. Sure. Uh, so I I would really uh, like enjoy hear some hearing some of his wisdom, and even sure. even in his late years, uh, he he was still extremely successful, extremely. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He, he was very. Um, idealistic. And yeah, very, yeah, very creative. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I think I might go Bill Gates just because, just because, not just because we're doing Dead or Alive here, but because I think um, he doesn't get quite as much, like, of that charisma that we're kind of referring to with Steve or that, Jobs. Or that limelight, yeah. Yeah, so, but he's, like, still probably the wealthiest guy in the world and kind of, like, what his... Fo- generous guys Yeah, what too. kind of his philosophies on life. I think it might be interesting. All right. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt or Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Oh, FDR, no doubt. No doubt? No doubt. FDR is one of my favorite presidents, man. Oh, no. I mean, they're both fantastic presidents. I'd probably go Teddy on this one. Why? Just because, Just because, like, like in pop culture, kind of, he's just, like, this president of, like, extreme, like, he's, like, the manly, one of the manly presidents. I think that might just be interesting to see what that guy has to say. You know what I mean? true. See, F- FDR saw a lot with our country. That's a true. A lot of stuff happened during that presidency. Granted, it was the longer It was a longer one, yeah. It was a little longer, yeah. But uh, a lot of things happened, both here and around the world. So yeah. I'd like to hear about how he kind of 
led us through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Next one. Uh, Oprah or Ellen? Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I love both of them. I like... Oh, e. Think about what they would say, too. Like, not just who they are, but what they might say. I'm more of a humor guy, and I think I'd go Ellen. Yeah, I'd probably go Ellen, too. If I was, th- if I was feeling more serious... I think I would go Oprah. Because she maybe shows some strong... I mean, Ellen has some serious agenda as well. No, for sure. I think I think Oprah... Or, excuse me. I, nothing against Oprah. Sure. Um, I, I think that Ellen... Ellen and I... I'm a little bit more... Ellen, you like you know like her? I appeal to Ellen <laughs> just from like her humor and the yeah. way that she kind of conducts herself on, sure. yeah, on I get the that. shows. Yeah. I get that. Uh, okay, ready? Um, Mark Zuckerberg or Larry Page? Zuckerberg. Okay. Gut. I don't really have much thought. I just, I think. See, I would have gone Paige. You and I are going very yeah. separate on this. I think Google's just like such a interesting company. I'd like to hear kind of like what his like, you know, thoughts were and what he might add to That's it. Fair. A lot of these people probably have given commencement speeches at some point. Maybe we should look into those yeah. when we're done here. Um, these are all bold people for bold, potential guests. Yeah, at Ivy League well. institutions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Rosa Parks or Mother Teresa? Rosa Parks. Well, I would have gone Mother Teresa. You and I are uh, pretty split on this. We are. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Uh, my last one I leave open-ended. Who would you actually rather, like, your dream commencement speaker? My dream commencement speaker. Like, you're freaking out. You're going to hang on to his every word when he or she speaks at your graduation. It's going to be crazy. What, were you, what are you thinking? Dead we, have, we have some dead air. Yeah, we, some we dead promise air. you. We promise you. We aren't hanging up on you. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. Thinking you want to hear mine? You want to hear yeah, mine? What you're thinking? I, I would go Michael Jordan. The goat. Yeah, Michael. Michael Jordan. Just because, like, you know, say what you want about like his personal life or whatever, uh, but the man hustled. Yeah. Past tense, present tense. The man hustles. Like, he worked hard, you know? You ever, like, one of my favorite Nike commercials is the one that he did. Um, like, it was like the answer to LeBron, you know what I mean? Just the raw, and just his story is just raw hustle. And I think that's like a big theme for like entrepreneurs these days is like the hustle. I think he'd have some really good input. While we're on the athlete spectrum, yeah. uh, may rest in peace, but Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Would that you know, be- again, maybe personal life is was a little bit on the rockier side uh, from what has been told. But, I mean, besides the fact that he was arguably one of the greatest athletes ever, that yeah. is someone, there is you can there is probably no other athlete in our history that had that confidence, uh, that um, sense of, not entitlement, but just dedication to a sport. Yeah. Uh, someone who lived through an extremely, I wouldn't say embarrassing, but... Um, Someone who lived through a very sensitive time in our nation's yeah. history, and yeah. uh, that was really a pioneer for uh, continuing to promote the ideas of respect yeah. and community. And uh, so that I would love to hear what his thoughts would be um, as I would as I would be leaving a high school or a college graduation. Yeah, we should we gotta Google these after this and maybe see if these people I think that, did. Uh, it's something that I'd like to touch up on. Or, yeah, if any of these guys did graduation speeches in the past, uh, send it to us on social media and we'll uh, we'll chime in and see how they did. 
Uh, did you hear Vince Vaughn spoke at Liberty, Liberty University here in Virginia? That did not cross my news feed. That is surprising. Yeah, Mel... Uh, Mel I know Mel Gibson. Mel did. Gibson and Vince Vaughn, he stood up for like only a few minutes. And he... he I don't... I'm not going to trash the man, but he really didn't have anything to say. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting pick. That is an interesting pick. Yeah, I don't know. So, there are some good, there are some bad. I, I think my, my go-to would be Michael Jordan, though. Huh. Just saying. Um, all right, so, fun game, fun thing to think about as yeah. you're sit, maybe sitting in on a graduation of some sort uh, yourself in the next coming weeks or past tense. Uh, let's move on to our main segment for today, Alex, and talk about... Um, summer growth. Okay, what do you mean by summer growth? I think are, you, are you looking to get an extra inch or two on uh, that wingspan, or? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm always trying to get tall. It's not fair. You're really I tall. He's I'm, really tall. I'm. I know you can't see me. I'm six and a half feet tall, though. Yeah, and I'm like six foot. And in all of my social interactions. I'm like a normal or tall height, except when I hang out with Alex yeah, or, our, another, or our other friend Grant. Yeah, we have another colleague who's going to be a teacher up in Clark County, Virginia. Yeah, and he is—he uh, was also a former uh, football player here. He's six three, six four. Yeah, probably two thirty. You guys, we would walk around, and I'm not a short person, but you guys towered over me, made I me know. look small. Anyway, no, I'm not talking about like physical growth, but what I mean is like. A level of professional development. And I know we talked about professional development a bit on the show yes, we already. Have. Technically, this entire show is professional development. That's true. That's true. So maybe you guys can count this for your own professional development. I don't know. But um, even going beyond like the specific episodes we maybe tailored to professional development or the show in general, um, taking some time during your summer to not just be you know, apathetic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and take some time to really think about, okay, you know, I've rested. I've got some time. What can I do and what do I want to do to continue to grow as an educator going into next year? Sure. Before I've got to show up early before the students come back, before i got to show up to do X, Y, and Z, what can I do in my own time? Well, I've got plenty of time or some extra time to grow. Yeah. Some people might disagree with me, but I'm someone who likes to stay active, likes to stay busy. I want to have yeah. things on my agenda. Yeah, okay? you got to be doing stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've also talked about salary on our sure. – well, let's not beat around the bush here, but we've talked about salary. We, we do know that uh, we are a little bit underpaid as edu- educators. Yep. Uh, so uh, maybe financially speaking, uh, the summer is an opportunity for you to uh, gather a little bit more income. Sure. Uh, what I will be doing uh, moving forward, well, as I announced last episode, I'm going overseas. But once I get come back from overseas, once I nail down that uh, educating job or that educator job, um, we're gonna have summers. You know, yeah. that's a lot of extra time to work. And uh, what I do now for my summers is coach youth hockey. Sure. Uh, and what's cool about that is uh, it's a and why this is important for education. And now it's it's a break from formal teaching right it's, yeah. it's something that i love i'm on the ice every day yeah um, i get that extra income yet i'm still continuing to enhance and i'm continuing uh to utilize my skills as a teacher okay yeah so it i'm it's not like uh and nothing against bartending or nothing against other sort of professions uh that maybe other teachers do as like a side gig 
But it's something that I love to do, but it's also something that is completely correlated with teaching, right? Yeah. Uh, I am. I set up a, or what I've done, I set up a week-long curriculum for my players. I work them through drills. I have to communicate ways to teach those uh, students. I'm differentiating with those students because they're the kids I get in certain, when various groups, uh, the, the ages or the skills or their ability to comprehend hockey content varies drastically. So, yeah. I'm, so even though I'm doing something I love, I'm still getting paid uh, to continue to uh, keep my teaching skills sharp. The, yeah. things, uh, the skills I'm going to be doing in the classroom. Yeah. So I think, it, I think it's uh, neat for, for teachers, um, whether it be coaching, whether it be if you're like a sponsor for a play, or if, yeah. you're, if you're involved with any sort of extracurricular at school, yeah. maybe something fun to help you grow or just help you stay light but keep those skills Sharpening skills sharp yeah. is something that you can think about over the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Something that you can keep sharp, something that you can be active. Um, and, you know, we're, we're certainly guys that understand the uh, the circumstances of salary and free time and, you know, the need to rest yeah. and all that. And I am by no means saying that, you know, that we you need to take the time over the summer to continue to work as teachers the whole time. we got to take mm-hmm. that season to rest. But... You know, it's important to find something that, you know, you can uh, sharpen your skills with. Personally, for me, I'm a big reader. Mm-hmm. I think reading is really, really important, um, regardless of what discipline or who you are. Uh, I firmly believe in the idea. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but readers are leaders, and leaders mm-hmm. are readers. Um, and so, for me, the way that I that I continue to grow is I, I read. Whether I go, like, I subscribe to X number of blogs or websites or I pick up books and I read stuff, you know, just to learn and grow. Um, and so for me, that's a big way this summer that I'm taking advantage of the time to, uh, you know, get books used and to go and, you know, find content that I need to grow on. Here's sure. a pro tip for all you for all you educators out there. Uh, go on Amazon and find a book you like and then click used. Right, so it's not going to be brand new, but if you go used, there's a you know if it's an older book, there's a lot of people who are trying to get just trying to sell books. Sure. They'll sell it to you for a penny. Shipping is three ninety nine. It's four dollars for a book. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Have you ever done that before? Oh, for sure. I mean, that, yeah. that's how we survived college. Yeah, that's how we with it, Amazon. Yeah, so they get a little plug there. Yeah, so that's an awesome way to to continue to grow uh, as an educator over the summer. Alex, do you have any specific uh, suggestions or recommendations that you would give, maybe from your experience, um, that the good folks out there can use to continue to grow uh, as an educator over the summer. Well, I talked. So I talked about you know staying sharp, whether yep. it be that through work or through, like you said, with reading. Yeah. I also think it's important that. Um, oh, again, this this is something that might cost a little bit of money, but I think traveling is cool. Hmm. And this is, and I think this helps you as an educator because when you travel, you're going to a new place, sure. whether it be just a road trip, like a two-hour road trip, yeah, to like a small town you've never been to before, or if you're going overseas, yeah, you're going to see a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You're going to uh, interact with people of different cultures, maybe yeah. people of different languages. Uh, you're going to learn about places that uh, you weren't necessarily familiar with. Yeah, but I think that comes back, and it's. Imp- it's important for your classroom because you're going to have students from all over, from yeah. all over the world. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have students that um, are from various parts of the country, and you're going to have students with different interests as well. 
You know, when you get to, when you, people may not think that, oh, well, how is traveling going to help me grow as a, prof- as a teacher? Uh, the, it, traveling opens doors, you know, traveling uh, opens your perspective and traveling uh, provides opportunities for you to learn. Yeah. And you never know when a story or when an experience is going to come up during yeah. your classroom instruction and then all of a sudden becomes extremely useful to make maybe something relatable or yeah. just to continue to keep the students engaged. Sure. You never know when an experience is going to fit into your teaching. Yeah. So if you, you if you have that free time and maybe uh, some of those finances um, or if you just Are have available. the time yeah. um, or that availability, I think that's something that is really helpful for teachers. Yeah, absolutely. Almost like investing specifically in yourself to evolve as a person that makes you more confident as an educator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I think specifically, uh, I mean, again, I just said books um, and things to read. Uh, that's definitely my thing. I just got done reading a book uh, kind of recently that I'd like to recommend to our audience. Um, it's called I'd Like to Apologize to Every Teacher I Ever Had. Uh, it's by uh, Tony Danza. You ever heard the actor Tony Danza yeah, before? Of course, of course. He's a little outside our generation, but I think he's still uh, knowable. And um, he he did um, a few years ago. He went on board an inner city school in Philadelphia to be a English teacher. Okay. And uh, he he kind of like meant to be a teacher before he started acting and got into acting and that kind of went away. Uh, but he wanted to help in a tough area, at a tough school, and he wanted to teach. So um, they filmed parts of it, and he wrote a lot of the his stories down in this book. Uh, the reason I liked it is it didn't, you know, it wasn't like a book about differentiation or it wasn't a book about classroom management or something like that, but it was something I could read on the beach or I could read in my uh, back porch and I could see poor Mr. Danza kind of going through these experiences and from a very fresh perspective how to, uh, like what would I do in those circumstances as he interacts in those very difficult circumstances sure uh so i thought that was really like a really solid read as far as something that i could read that wasn't like tedious on the mind not like i was reading a textbook or something like that uh but i also could learn a lot from at the same time does that make sense yeah yeah so that'd be one that i would definitely recommend uh to our audience uh if you guys want to talk about great books to read or great places to travel hit us up on our social media and we'll uh, we'll talk that out see if we can get some great ideas rolling for our community yeah for sure i always really i mean of course when teachers have the summers there are mandatory professional development things yeah uh, you'll meet with your content heads or you'll meet with uh maybe an administrator and you'll talk about uh what what are some of the hot ideas that are being shared uh, yeah from that previous year it's time to reflect on the year as well and maybe uh, talk about or discuss changes moving forward into the new school year. These yeah. are things that all teachers do. Yeah. And um, it, it's just part of our job. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you'll go for those uh, that teach high school that are a part of uh, advanced placement or mm-hmm. um, IB classes or programs. Uh, you're going to different little week-long getaways to enhance content or talk about new strategies. Sure. Uh, these are things that teachers do do, but I like how we've had convers- how this conversation is a little less traditional. It's stuff yeah. that uh, teachers uh, might not think correlates with their jobs, but I, th- I think right. it does uh, make a difference and uh, continue your own growth, just as an individual, but then 
uh, that will carry over into your classroom for that following year. And you know that's the whole point of our of our community of our podcast is we want to be the best teachers we can possibly be without needing that extra caffeine or whatever to be the best teachers we can be, uh, continuing to have iron sharpen iron uh, in whatever way we can. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, thank you for listening into this podcast. Um, we want to continue this conversation. Josh has plugged our social media a little bit throughout uh, today's episode, but uh, hit us up on our Facebook group, Two Coffee Teachers, or throw us a follow on Twitter. Uh, that's at the number two coffee teachers. Uh, you can even leave us a voicemail that we can incorporate and replay on our next episode. The phone number that you could call in for that is 443-300-8908. It would also be a huge help for us if you could rate us on iTunes. This is the best way to put it out there to other people who may not uh, have a prior connection to our show uh, and they can join our community. The best way to spread good news is word of mouth. So thanks for being so much Uh, Thanks so much for being a part of the Two Coffee Teacher podcast. Hey, guys, keep up the good work in the classroom uh, without needing that second cup of coffee. See ya.